family. Welcome to another episode of The Faith Life. I'm your host, Curtis D. Young, and I thank God for each and every one of you tonight joining me in this this um, episode. All right, I always, always like to ask how you're living, how you're walking, and I hope your answer always is I'm living by faith and I'm walking by faith because I know God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. And he has called all of us to live out that faith that he has given unto us to bring glory to his name. All right. All right. So let's go ahead and just dive in tonight as we continue um, our discussion on the amazing love of God, amazing love he has for each and every one of us. And we um, left off last episode talking about the importance of being rooted in the word of God, allowing that word of God to be rooted in our hearts. Okay, and um, how God admonishes us to grow in grace and knowledge um, of the words so that our lives will produce uh, the fruit of the spirit, which is the characteristics of God. All right. And um, I want to one of the scriptures we left off on last week is in Ephesians 3, 14 through 19, where it says talks about the growth of the love of God in our hearts. It says, when I think of all this. I fall to my knees and pray to the Father. This is Paul speaking. The creator of everything in heaven and earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit, the Holy Spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. I mean, we got talked about that trust and I allow that trust to be fortified in our hearts so that that can pluck us or move us to distract us uh, from from doing the will and the work of God. He says your roots then will grow down into God's love and keep you strong and you may have the power to understand as all God's people should how wide, how long how high, how deep his love is. He says, may you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully with your natural mind, then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. That means our lives will express the love of God and the power of God will be demonstrated through our lives because we allow the love of God we're allowing ourselves to become rooted, our hearts to be rooted, the love of God to be rooted in our hearts. Okay, and as we grow in grace and knowledge of the word of God, God's life will be expressed fully through us. Okay, now look at um, Philippians, that first chapter, and that beginning with that ninth verse. It says, I pray that your love will overflow, and that's what happens. As we grow in grace and knowledge and all the love of God to become rooted in our hearts, it will continue to overflow. So I pray that your love will overflow more and more, that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding. So this is a continual transformation of our, our lives <laughs> to, to reflect um, Christ in the earth. It says, for I want you to understand what really matters. So that you may live pure and blameless lives 
until the day of Christ's return. So it's not about us. It's about the Holy Spirit transforming us as we commit our bodies to him, transforming us into the image of Christ so that we will express Christ. Okay. So it's all about, we always say, we don't lose our salvation. Because a lot of people think if I got to live now, I got to live this life out um, according to my power, my might. You know, I can't make no mistakes, you know, or I'll be separated from God. No, Christ paid it all. I think we established that last episode. Christ established it all. Once save, always save. Then we don't have a mind to sin. We we have a mind to live righteously and to commit our lives to God. Yes, we may fall in the growing process, but we know that God doesn't separate us from him because of sin okay we know we just get back up repent and get back up and keep moving forward with him it's called growth you got to grow and mature in the things of god that you become more confident and strong in living this life that god has got called you to live all right to, to, to express him in the earth continuing it says for i want you to understand that what really matters so that you may live so that you may live um, pure and blameless lives until the day of Christ's return. May you always be filled, okay, with the fruit of your salvation, okay. When our scripture talks about in Philippians, uh, I think two, where the next chapter talks about how he we're called to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Not talking about being saved. It's talking about the new life that you now that you have in Christ Jesus. Now allow the Holy Spirit to to increase knowledge and wisdom, and understanding, so that He can fully work and the life of Christ out, express the life of Christ through in the earth, through, um, through you. Okay, that's what it's talking about. And so you need as you grow in grace and knowledge and of, of the word of God and finding out who you are in Christ. Okay, your life is going to produce, it says, the righteous character of Jesus Christ. For this will bring much glory and praise to God. Okay, so God, we will be a, become a praise in the earth. We become a representative, an ambassador of Christ in the earth. And the Holy Spirit will make sure that happens as we commit our lives and surrender our bodies to him. He's continually working on us. We're covered by grace. I always say, you know, he showed me how you, your uh, life is now under the umbrella of grace. So it was many times when, as I was growing in grace and knowledge of the word, and I know I, I had slipped or I, I, I acted in a way that wasn't expressing Christ in situations, but God knows my heart. And he knows that my, my life was committed to him. And when I thought, I wasn't expressing myself right in front of someone or I just said something wrong or did something that, you know, that what didn't reflect his nature or whatever. Um, he didn't allow that person to see that because <laughs> he know he knew my heart was set on doing the right, right thing that was pleasing in him and living the right way and expressing him to, to others. So God will cover you under the umbrella of grace and continue to work on you and shape you and mold you where people will really, really just see him and not you. Okay. Your flesh, the ways. So you got to trust him that he, by his spirit, is doing the work as you surrender yourself to him daily, daily, on a daily basis. Holy Spirit is doing the work to conform you into the image of Christ so that he will be expressed mightily in your life. Okay. And okay, now look at, um, let's look at the for Second Peter, Second um, uh, Peter in that first chapter, and this is uh, verses 3 to 10, and this is talking about as you are now born again, now how you have to continue to you know, grow and, and add to your faith. When you have faith in God's word, faith in, 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 his, in him, you, you know, you're not ashamed. You're going to continue to want to expand and grow 
in the things of God. Okay, you have a, you have a love for the Word of God. You have a love for the will of God. You want um, to be um, Christ to be seen and demonstrated in your life. So the, this is um, First Second Peter, first chapter, beginning with the third to tenth verse. This is from the Message Bible. It says, "So don't lose a minute in building on what you've been given, complimenting." Okay, your basic faith. That means we don't, you know, we don't just settle for being saved and happy that we saved. Now we got to be learn how to become doers of this of this white of the, of the life, new life God has come, come has given us. We got to learn how to do the work, do the word, so that we be, become the word. Like Jesus became the word says that Jesus became the, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. We're born again anew. Now, now we are the the manifestation of the the living word in the earth. It's just, just as Christ was. Okay. So he said, and, and continuing, he says, so don't just settle. Don't lose a minute in building on what you've been, been given. Continue to, he says, continue to grow in grace. Continue to grow in knowledge. Okay. He says, complementing your basic faith with good character, spiritual understanding, alert discipline. Okay. Passionate patience okay reverent wonder warm friendliness which is kindness generous love okay each dimension fitting into and developing the other okay so he wants us to grow into that image grow into that likeness of christ um, believing that his word is transforming you believing his word is, is is expressing that new creation that you are in the earth that's what's happening. So it's a spiritual transformation. Okay. It's not a work of the flesh. You're born again of the spirit and the spirit continues to do the work, the spiritual transformation in your life as you believe him and trust him and, 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 and desire the fellowship of Christ because Christ made us righteous through his blood. He who knew no sin became sin that we might become the righteousness of God. Okay, now the Holy Spirit, now God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the advocate, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of us. Okay, now he expresses the righteousness of God in the earth through us, and we have to allow him to do that. So it talks about the, you know, how the kingdom of God is not about when, you, when you're born again to the kingdom of God, it's not about, you know, looking like the world. You don't let the world shape you or conform you, your ideals anymore, any longer. It says you're transformed now by the renewing of your mind. That means the growing in the knowledge of this word. So your mind is renewed. So you take on the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ has been developed where you think like Christ and, and the Holy Spirit will empower you to act as Christ did upon the earth. You take on God's perspective and mindset so that you, you learn to seek him first and he'll, and you, and we, as we do that, we walk out, we walk out the life of Christ in the earth because we learn that his will is good. His will is acceptable and his will is perfectly tailored for our lives. So we represent him in the right way. Okay. So that we don't lose a minute building on what you, we have been given. Just co we compliment, we continue to hear the word of God. And faith increases in our life and we do the word of God. And then we will see the, the physical manifestation of, of the trans or the of a transformed life happening in the earth. And others will see and know <laughs> that we are different. Okay. And that we, 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 and that the love of God will be so attractive that it will draw them 
Because remember, God so loved the world. God loves everyone. He wants all to be saved. He wants all to be, to be born anew so that the true nature of God can be expressed in them as well. Okay, because we are all, all created by God. And, but, but you know, we through the fall of man, you know, in the beginning, all of when man was separated from God. But now through Christ, all men have been predestined. All they got to do is believe in Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior. And they will be born again to the family of God so they can begin to um, grow in the likeness of God through this relationship with God, the Holy Spirit. All right. So, so that's what God wants us to do. Continue to grow in grace and knowledge. And going to allow this love to be that he's placed in our heart to absorb the word of God so they will root us and ground us and keep us thirsting and hungering for righteousness and for the, and the, and the way of Christ to be exercised and expressed in the earth through us. It's crazy love. OK, crazy love. And we talked about this. It's a very enthusiastic, passionate, fanatical love that God expressed um, toward us in the person of Jesus Christ. Now this love is in us. And now we are passionate, fanatical, enthusiastic about the things of God, about the life of God being developed in us. So we want to act like we, we you know, like Christ, like God acted toward us by giving the son for us while we even know him, while we were yet sinners, while we were even born. He died for us because he was passionate and enthusiastically um, in love with us, <laughs> crazy about us. Okay, so we want this love. We want to we want to continue to grow until that we love like that. We express a love like that. Okay, and so number one, we got we got to be mindful of God's presence in our lives. We got to understand that God is with us now. He's in us and He's with us. He never forsakes us. Scripture says He never leaves us. He's with us. And in the presence of God, Scripture says there's the fullness of joy. Okay, and in his right hand, pleasures forevermore. So we, we, we being in his presence is something where we should want and to, to desire. Okay, we should want and desire to be in his presence. But he wants us always to be aware and understand that we are in his presence at all times, and he is leading us by his spirit. Let's look at um, what's that? John eight, John eight, and look, we look at that forty. Seventh verse, he says here, anyone who belongs to God listens to God, to the words of God. Okay, anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God, but you don't listen because you you don't belong to God. And so he was talking about the um, people who was claiming to be the um, beef. Um, claiming to be his, but they wasn't putting their faith and trust in him. But he's letting us know those who are born again, they gladly listen to the word of God. They they have the word in their hearts and they can identify, they can relate and they know I mean, that the word of God is is, is, is is vitally important. Obeying God expresses the love of God. <laughs> Jesus said, those who love me, they keep my commandments. So us who love God, we love his word. And when he tells us something, we we glad we we willingly and gladly um, do it because he said when you listen to him, faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by what the word of God. That's what you build your faith in in that word of God. And so we learn to trust him and love him and allow him 
to um, instruct us and lead us by his spirit so that we will live out this successful good life that he's given each and every one of us uh, to do so. Okay. And so let's look at Psalms 4610. Psalms 4610. Forty sixteen says here until God's telling us to be still and know that I am God. I mean, stand in my presence, be still in my presence and listen, be still. And you will, you will discover that I am God, your God, your father. He says, I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the whole world. OK, we are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the world. OK, we are a city set upon a hill. That we that should not be here, light cannot be here. People see our good works that we are shaped and fashioned to do the new lives that I transform lives, and they see the goodness of God, which would draw them out of darkness into the marvelous light as well, so they can too express the life of God. All right, so that's what it's all about. Be still, okay? Don't be trying to do things your way <laughs> to bring glory to God. Uh, do what. Just do what God has called you to do by your spirit, because the spirit enlightens our under eyes of understanding. Jesus, the spirit communicated with Jesus. The Holy Spirit communicated with Jesus, and he did only with the will of the Father. And that's what the Holy Spirit would do. He knows the will of the Father because he is and they are one, and he will instruct us in the we in the right way and so that we will express the will of God and be doers of the word of God and earth. So just be still in his presence so that you may hear what he's telling you to do so that you may walk in it, walk in it and carry out the work, his will in this earth that will bring glory to his name in this earth. Okay. Look at um one James, that first chapter. And we look at that fifth verse, you know, you know, when the scripture talks about how we got to believe God, <laughs> believe that he is. Anybody who said they believe in God, they got to know who he is. OK. And then and we diligently seek him. And as we diligently seek him, we will see our lives will be rewarded. <laughs> OK. And he talked about here in James one, that fifth verse, he says, if you need wisdom, OK, his children, he, he give it to us. Unbraid of not, he said ask our generous father and he would give it to you he would not rebuke you for asking okay this is crucial here he said but when you ask be sure that your faith is in god and god alone okay can it be double-minded we got to just be mindful of god and that, and that we are his, his 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 possession we are his his, his children and that he's in you you got to know he's in you because he said he's taking his holy, made his holy habitation in you by his spirit. And you know this, okay, because you're growing in knowledge and grace and knowledge of who he is and who you are by being in his presence, okay, each and every day. So when you come into him, you, you, you expect God to give you what you need so that you can live and do what he what live out what he's called you to do and live out in the earth, okay, effectively. Okay, seek him and know that you're seeking him as the one and only source in your life. Okay, number one source in your life. You got to know that God loves us and you got to have a be mindful of God and you got to be mindful that he's approachable. 
to Jesus by the blood of Christ, we've been given access to the throne of God. We are part of the family of God. We're heirs and joint heirs with Christ to the throne of God. We're part of his holy family. We are his children. And whatever we need, we, we seek him. And we are not to be afraid to approach God at all because we are now his father. And Jesus is our high priest who gave us access to come into the throne of God each and every day. Okay. Um, he says, so we got to know that he's approachable because God's love draws. It doesn't push away. It draws. He said, and, 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 and when we express in God, God, God's ways, he talks about in the, what, in the, the um, Beatitudes, serve great sermon on the Mount, beginning in Matthew, what, five, and goes all the way to seven. But remember, we talk about as we grow in love of God, that the love of God is to express. We're not, we're, we're, we're called out now. We're peculiar. We're different. We don't act like the world, people of the world no more. Okay. We don't, we know it's not an eye for eye, a tooth for a tooth. Okay. You know, uh-uh. we don't live, we don't live like that no more. You know, the love, God tells us just the opposite. When people try to do us wrong or come against us, he said, love your enemies. See, it is not natural that's not natural right but we're born again of god's spirit jesus says we can only love like that in this radical way when we when we love out of our god created selves right so now we got the love of god in our hearts we're born again now we can love from the heart a genuine place where god resides the love of god resides okay and that's what happens when we, when we allow his love to transform us by his word it begins to transform us holy spirit begins to change us but we express in what god to god in there it confounds people when they know they did something wrong to you or thought wrong against you and you're praying for them or or you treat them your response to their their actions is totally opposite what they expected that confounds them and then that opens up the door for you to testify about how, because they're going to some, I know I'm, people that ask me, wow, I know I wronged you or did this or did that. And you still did not, you still treated me good. Why? And then that gives me the opportunity to have given me the opportunity to express how Christ loved me, forgave me, work has been transforming me. Well, I'm expressing him in the earth, you know, and that's what it's all about. And that just, it just makes them think and start wondering, wow. I want to be like that. I want to be able to live like that. And you, you let them know they can if you surrender your life to God because he loves you just like he loves me. And if he changed me, he'll change you as you submit and commit to him because he loves you the same way he loves me. OK, so we're different. We're peculiar. You know, we express the God love of God in the earth. Let me read um, Matthew 5, 43 to 48. because uh, This you know, expresses that what I just said. Very good. Uh, Matthew 5, beginning with that 48th verse to the 43rd verse. He says, here's teaching us about love for our enemies. He says, you have heard the law that says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as true children of your father, which are in heaven. Okay, because we we live by the fruit of the spirit. We allow the Holy Spirit to produce the characteristics of God in our lives. Okay, that's what the fruit of the spirit is. For He gives His sunlight to both um, the evil and and the good. See, God is good to all, no matter what, even if they're not um, rightly related to Him or even carrying out His will. He's still good to all. Okay, and He says, for He gives sunlight to both the evil and the good, and He sends rain on the just, just like the unjust. If you love only those who love you, what reward is that? 
For, uh, what reward is that? So even corrupt tax collectors do that much. Okay, so we're different. Yes, the, the, the Jesus Jesus wants to always keep us mind wants to be always be mindful uh, that we're different. Okay, so his his love is expressed to us is not <laughs> like the world. We're different. Okay, as he says here, and I'm gonna continue reading. It says, and this he says, if you love only those who love you, what reward is that? Is that even tax? You know, corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are kind only to friends. How are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect. That means mature, even as your father in heaven is perfect. Okay. So we we got we have to allow the Holy Spirit who are conforming us into the image of Christ. He is the one that will express the nature of Christ where we 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 do different than the world. Okay. And they will see God in us and know that we will just confound them to a point where they humble themselves and say, what must I do to, to live a life the way you're living it before me? And we express again by putting your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Okay. So, in, and also as being approachable, he wants us to understand that as remember I talked about earlier, that we are under the umbrella of his grace. Okay. We're under the umbrella of God's grace. You know, we, we are fully covered fully made new because of the grace that we have God has given unto us and the faith that we have put in him as Lord and Savior has given us access into this new life and give us the ability to allow the Holy Spirit to express this new life through us. Okay. We can't give grace to others when we aren't receiving it ourselves. See the scripture talks about things in first Peter the second chapter where it says we were once people, we were once people that had no mercy and didn't even show mercy. Now we're people that have received or obtained mercy. Now we are able to allow that mercy to be expressed through us to others. Okay. So grace gives us access to this new life and this new life that we have, that we are now a part of. Okay. The Holy Spirit will express it through us in such a way that we'll reach others. Okay. And impact them to change. Okay. Grace must be received. Grace must be received, not achieved. Okay, it's not by our works. <laughs> Anything that we can boast is only by faith that we put in Christ. He did He did the work for us, put us in this position. He says, it's not what we have done for God. It is what God has done for us. Always got to be mindful of that. Love is the proof of grace. <laughs> Love is the proof of grace. Look at uh, Luke 7. Luke 7, 47. Luke 47, 47 says, I tell you, this is Jesus talking, I tell you her sins, and they are many, he said, they have been forgiven. So she has shown me much love. Case <laughs> okay, love must... When you receive the grace of God and the mercy of God, it makes you love more and want to return or reciprocate. Okay, that love to him, first and foremost, and then allow that love to be expressed through you. He says, I tell you her sins, and they are many, have been forgiven. So she has shown so she has shown me much love. But a person who is forgiven little shows only little love. 
Then Jesus said to the women, your sins are forgiven. This was a situation when the woman was caught <laughs> in adultery and, 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 the, and the Pharisees, the religious law, law, law people, they took her in front of Jesus. And Jesus was, you know, Jesus busted them out and said, hey, the, the first, the, if any of you without sin, cast the first stone. Okay. And, and they dropped those stones right away because they know they, they, they know they were sinners too. So therefore, Jesus showed her grace, showed her much love. Okay. And, 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 it, and it cleansed her. And she was overwhelmed by the grace that was expressed to her and, 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 and appreciative of this new opportunity to live a new life going forward. Okay. And that's what grace does. It covers us completely. With sin abounded, grace abounds much more to produce the new life that God has given us in Christ Jesus so that we can live above reproach in this life. Okay. Because we have the power of the Holy Spirit who has enabled us to do so. Okay, so it's very important to remember that. Okay, God wants us mindful of his presence, mindful that we're in his presence. He wants us to not be, never be afraid to approach him. Okay, so because his love is what transforms us under, under the umbrella of grace so that the a mercy that we receive, now we can extend to others. Okay, now we're going to continue in um, 2 Peter that first chapter, the three, three through ten verse, we're going to continue reading. It says, "With these new, with this quality, this new quality, the qualities of of God, the new characteristics being expressed in our lives. With these qualities, active and growing in our lives. No, uh, he says, no grass will grow under your feet. <laughs> okay, no day will pass without. Okay, no pay, no no day will pass." Without the the trans uh, without reward, okay, <laughs> as you mature in your experience of of our Master Jesus, without these qualities, you we we are not able to see right uh, right before us, okay. Oblivious, we'll be oblivious to that old sinful nature, which has been paid, uh, which has been what wiped off the books. Okay, so friends, conf um, confirm God's invitation to you, his choice of, for you, but put it off. Do it now. Do this and you will have your life on a firm footing. Okay, that was the message Bible when we was reading from. And it's letting you know as you continue to allow your, to continue to grow in grace and knowledge and allow the characteristics of God to be produced in your life because you adding more wisdom and more knowledge and more understanding and growing in confidence and assurance of of, of, the, of God living in you and, and, allow, and him changing you through his spirit so that his life can be expressed, new life can be expressed through you. You, you would just, the old life, it's, it's like the old life, you know, you it'll be like night and day, you know, the old you compared to the new you. When you give and you live in your testimony, you give in your testimony, people sometimes scratch their head because they cannot even see you in that old way because of the new, the, the greatness, the magnification of the new life that's being expressed to them before them. Now it, it just blows their mind. That's how, that's what the Holy spirit do is a supernatural transformation that will humble people. It just made me think about when, um, when, when, you know, when Jesus told Peter to cast his nets and, and, and cast, you know, go back out and cast his nets into the deep. 
And then when, when and, and, and Peter just obeyed him, even though he didn't even think it was nothing like, but he said, I'm going to obey you at your word. And when he did that, he caught that miraculous catch of fish that only he knew that only God can, can do something miraculous like that. He humbled himself, fell at Jesus' feet. I am a sinful man, okay? When, I, when we allow God to, to magnify his life through us in such a way like that, it will humble people and bring people to their feet so they too may give their lives to the Lord and Savior who loved, who paid the price through Christ Jesus for them as well, okay? So God wants us to love like that, wants us to love boldly, wants us to love enthusiastically, wants us to love passionately him with all our heart, soul, might, and strength so he can use us to be a representative of his characteristics in this earth, his person in this earth that would draw others as well unto him, okay? He wants us to love like that. All right. So we are, we'll stop there and then we'll pick back up um, next episode and continue um, talk about this great love, this amazing love that God has for me and you. So until then, family, I want you just to be blessed. Continue to let this word abide in you and you abide in it so that God will f- fully express his life through you. So continue to walk by faith and not by sight. Until next week, be blessed. Thank you.